When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Okay, we have a question for you on the Colleen and Bradley show. What's the random subculture you've heard of? 651-641-1071. Bradley's going to give us a couple examples. Uh, what is the random subculture you've heard of? 651-641-1071. Why are we asking, Bradley? Thank you. Hi, I'm Bradley Trainer, and I am here today to tell you about something called Cottagecore and something called Goblin Core. These are two things I knew nothing about until this weekend when a friend of mine was like regaling me with stories of uh these two subcultures okay cottagecore i've heard of cottagecore sort of made its way into the mainstream but goblin core i don't understand so what do you um if you were to describe cottagecore uh, it's just sort of as like you understand it snow whitey like you know cottagey and snow whitey like gunny sacks dresses yeah and like you know, furniture that you would that would be cute in a cottage. So this is considered <laughs> a subculture of, uh, you know, generations underneath us. So millennials, Generation Z. And according to Wikipedia, Cottagecore, and literally I had no idea what this is, is a fashion aesthetic promulgated by teenagers and young adults celebrating an idealized rural life. Apparently it was developed throughout the 20 teens and um, became like a thing on Tumblr. Anyway, there's other like core uh, subgenres mm-hmm. like fairy core, goblin core, farm core, grandma core. Uh, I feel like why is it gotta be core? I don't know, like hardcore. Like you're hardcore. Oh, it's grandma core. you're grandma core. Um, I think, I mean, I, I am know. grandma core in a lot of ways. Well, I was gonna say if I identified with any of those, I imagine it's you know grandma core. But so like it, but. It was a whole thing, which I didn't understand. And I was like, this is the thing that I love about the world we live in today, because all things are possible. There is a community for everyone. Mm -hmm. And because of social media and other Internet um, platforms, you can literally have a rich and diverse subculture of, you know, teens and young adults dressing like goblins and fairies and having tea parties on mushroom seats. It's super easy to find your people in 2021. It Mm -hmm. totally is. And there are tons of YouTube videos. That's how I found out about a friend's, I think, uh, stepdaughter or niece, maybe Maybe it was her niece, um, was talking about all of the videos that she was watching about cottage core and like mm-hmm. you know all the different things and that the fact that she liked to watch the videos of all of these cottage core people but when given the opportunity because one of the things okay so here's what happens so she apparently one of the things they love to do is like make simple syrup that's like a thing mm-hmm. in cottage core make simple syrup um with 
like maybe raspberries or something. I don't know. There was some kind of recipe okay. that is big on cottage core. And my friend was like, <laughs> we had a bunch of like fresh berries that I picked. And mm-hmm. so I thought, oh, this would be a perfect thing for us to do. And so she told her, hey, do you want to do this thing that you've been watching all these videos for? Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. She just wants to watch the videos. And so it's like, oh, it's my gosh. it's far more about just experiencing it and watching it from like a voyeuristic perspective. Um, it's certainly in, in the case of cottage core and goblin core takes on a life of its own and people actually do the things, but there is just a whole bunch of people who just like to, you know, watch the videos. And on some level I can totally relate to that. I mean, I, I go down YouTube rabbit holes all the time. Yeah. And, I and it my, doesn't mean you want to like live it. No, you but it also, watch it. I like, if I were to explain to you some of the things I watch, you'd be like, you're that's, that's random. Oh, that's happened and before. The word, the word is weird and I get it. I totally get it. So I'm down for it anyway. Cottage core, goblin core. Are you an urban homesteader? Are you a furry? Are you a, you know, there's all sorts of sub, subcultures. 651-641-1071. What's uh, the interesting or strange uh, random subculture you've heard of? Or maybe you're a part of one and you want to share it with us. Are you a LARPer? Oh, um yeah. Well, that, and this is kind of LARPing, right? Oh, it's LARPing, super LARPing, live action role play. But whenever I think of LARPing, what I typically think of is like a version of LARPing. Uh, but this is live action role playing. I mean, essentially, whatever you you do. By the way, I'm also on a Pinterest page right now that's literally called Cottage Core, and it is all these simple syrup drinks. Yeah, or not uh, simple syrups. Yeah, um, and recipes for them. There's also edible candied rose petals for cakes yeah it's all very sort of precious things like that precious moments goblin core on the other hand is very much um and there is a description uh it's an aesthetic based on the appreciation of aspects of nature not typically regarded as beautiful like cottage core would be the more beautiful dainty like frilly you know peddly it would be like life on the prairie without like death and stuff like that (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, Back to Goblin Court. <laughs> These aspects can range from animals such as frogs and snails to materials such as moss, mud, plants, fungi such as mushrooms. So if you're down for like the more earthy, ugly things, you're going to be more Goblin Court. Question. <laughs> I just feel like as a parent, I'm not equipped for this stuff. Like, is there one... Like Are one you place, they're gonna be like, no, but like I've seen, like my daughter likes to draw mushrooms all the time, so she must be getting all goblin cory. I don't know, but this oh. is my question: is like, is there uh, some sort of um, like master list of everything I need to be paying attention to or I need to know in order to understand these kids these days? You know what's interesting is I'm actually on a website called Aesthetics Wiki, and oh. this must be a thing, like the different aesthetics, like Goblin Core. And it's got like an explainer for all these different fan aesthetics. There's like zodiac aesthetic, uh, dark academia, trauma oh core. Gosh. What is trauma? Trauma core? core does not sound good. I don't want that oh, in my life. Trigger warning. This article has. Yeah, we're not doing. No, that. we're not doing that. No. That no, we don't want that. That's oh. I mean, is yeah. my like is my Turkish thing? Is that am, is oh, that I'm an sure. aesthetic? Like because I'm sure. I definitely, I do Turkish coffee now. I do Turkish chai. That's tea, not chai tea, not like what you get 
but it's how they make the, that's the word for tea and a lot of hummus. Thai. I speak sometimes in Turkish, you know, a couple words every once in a while to Shekular. Uh, but you know, <laughs> I don't quite think that that I'm trying to make it something. A, I'm I trying mean, to make it a thing. I feel like that's a little, that's like a fandom. This is very much like an aesthetic. Like you don't even like, you're just kind of like, you know, it's like the clothes you wear. It's like the little things you're sitting down and doing. I don't know. What, but anyway. Hmm. Uh, six, five, one, six, four, one. We don't have time. <laughs> just yeah, don't call. The time. Yeah, She's no, like, sorry. Forget don't it. Don't You're call. too busy sitting on your toadstools. I am going to read about um, trauma core in the break because okay. I need to understand Can't what that's all about. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to right? hear what that's all about. There's a com- list of aesthetics. Okay. Anyway, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I'm glad to know. Thank you, by the way, for uh, for pointing me to aesthetics wiki because I feel like as a parent, I'm going to be far yes. more prepared I to deal with some of this stuff. These things. Thank you. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to get the Cobra gang together. We've got some uh, Kim and Kanye news that we need to sift through and figure out what the heck is going on there. Yeah. When we come back on my talk, one Oh seven one. Okay. So we've got to get the Cobra gang together on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one Oh seven one. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. This time it's involving Kim and Kanye. Uh, let's uh, solve a little mystery here. Whenever there's trouble, whenever the double, Cobra gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra gang. Kanye and Kimberly. Okay, a couple of things. First, um, I've got a people exclusive suggesting something I thought we already knew. Uh, Kim apparently doesn't care that Kanye's dating again, but wait a minute. We'll get to that in a moment. Okay. Also, why are they telling us this now? And wasn't Kanye like. Wasn't he like first he was dating Arena Shake yep. again and then he wasn't and now and then he was again. We can go through the trajectory all this but what I'm saying to you is there's a lot of confusing messages mm-hmm. and we need to unpack it all and figure out what's actually going on. So let's start with the first part yeah. of what I said, which is this people exclusive suggesting that Kim doesn't care Kanye is dating again. People exclusive. And what does that usually mean? It means the call is coming from inside the house. Right. So somebody on Kim or Kanye's team, probably Kim, maybe, I don't know, but uh, we'll figure it out, um, is is telling us this. And it, it purports to have firsthand information from Kim Kardashian. And the source says that Kim is fine. Um, quote, Kim is fine with Kanye dating. She just wants him to be happy. Mm. The source goes on to say that, you know, um, this wonderful couple who used to be a couple and aren't anymore share some children together. Kanye's keeping things amicable with Kim so the kids can be happy. They've been spending time together as a family. And we know this because I think we just saw photos of them together. Or rumors of them in San Francisco together. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kim and Kanye. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, uh, with the family. And again, so that's interesting that they're parenting together because that's like a thing like, we're going to be there for the kids. Okay. But I swear we already heard this story. And I specifically remember bringing this story wherein Kim was fine with the fact that he was dating. And we learned that shortly after the rumors that he and Arena Shake were together. Right. It was right after they were in, I think they were in Paris together or something like that. They were at that retreat or that um, 
resort. Yeah, they yes. were like getting off a plane or yeah. getting on a plane or something. And together. then we we were like, oh, okay, here's what's going to come next. Kim's going to be like, everything's fine. We're good. And then she did say that. So, so why are we doing this again? Yeah, exactly. So that is my question. So there's this push again to say that Kim is totally fine with the fact that Kanye's with someone. Now, that makes me feel like she's not fine. Okay, tell me more about that. Well, I don't know. I just feel like the more the message comes out, Kim's fine, Kim's fine, Kim's fine. That's Kris Jenner trying to tell everybody it's that fine. Kim's fine. Yeah, fine. I see what you're to saying. To cover for the fact that Kim's really not fine. Yeah, and what's interesting about that is there is a, a lot of confusion as to whether Kim and Arena Shake are together now. Wait, what? Kanye. Okay. Oh, I was like, together. hold on. Plot we just twist. threw a whole yeah. wrench in here. Let's I wasn't ready for it. I did not see that coming. Uh, no, uh, that Kanye yes. and Arena Shaker together. There's been some confusion about that in the press because, again, this is all fake and mm-hmm. this is all for attention and mm-hmm. celebrity. This Correct. is what these people do. And by fake, I just mean it's for our benefit, not what's actually truly really going on behind the scenes. I imagine it's some shade of other things mm-hmm. that we'll never know and we don't care. But in terms of what's public, we know that Kim, nope, Kanye Mm -hmm. and Arena Shake rumored to be together, then officially sort of uh, seen together. So we can say that's official, Mm -hmm. right? Semi-official. They are aware that they are being seen together in public, which means they are not denying that they, in fact, are a couple. But then there was this pushback that, no, 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 things kind of had dried up. And in fact, I remember saying this is going to be the relationship of the summer that will rival Benefer. Right. 2.0. Right. But then they dis- they kind of went crickets. Yeah. And then we got some blind items. And I apologize. I don't remember like when I was here, when you were here. I wasn't so, here for these blind items. Um, these blind items indicated that perhaps Kanye um, offered some like free shoes with purchase. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Boy, and that's lucky. And Arena was like, so if we're going to have this public relationship, this publationship, if you will, um, I'm going to need more than some Yeezys. Yeah. And so then it was like, oh, they're off. Okay. Which is why we haven't seen them. Because he wasn't willing to give more than Yeezys. Mm -hmm. Right. But then, but wait, there's more. Then TMZ showed up and was like, oh, no, no, no. They're still together. They, They have come out to say like, no, no, no. Again, speaking through sources, yep. that the sources say, no, 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 they just happen to be doing their own thing. That's why you haven't seen them together. So with all of that going on, yeah. and then with all of the Kim Kardashian, probably Kris Jenner talking to People Magazine, what is this really all about? Okay, well, I will. I want to throw another wrench into this story, because why this not? was the big story yesterday, is that he had a, a listening party for his new album. Yeah. And uh, there was a song on it about Kim, and then after he played it, he cried and cried and cried and cried. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It, do- really it doesn't awkward. matter. All that really matters is he has an album coming out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so any mention or any even even the sort of questioning about whether or not the relationship is on or off, like all of that still propels his career yeah right so so i guess what i'm saying is even the story that we've already read about the thing that we already thought we knew is helpful in advancing keeping his name in the headlines yeah and i think that's why the like weird roller coaster of kanye and arena shakes relationship like something is going on behind the scenes and it seems like either a check bounce or something because they went from not being seen for months and months to all I of a like sudden, that they're still negotiating over the Yeezys. Yes. Like she's I like, like that well, storyline. Uh, my aunt would love a pair of Yeezys. So but if you could make that happen, my got I a couple cousins. Also would like some money. Um but yeah. <laughs> Please. Um, right. And if you're wondering why we're being so flippant about these people's lives, oh. please understand that we are talking about the window dressing of celebrity. Yeah. This is the public performance side of celebrities. We're not talking about them as actual people because we know that oftentimes in Hollywood, nothing is real and everyone smokes. Yeah. And also, also, all we are getting is the window dressings. You know, we're getting the part that they want us to talk about. And so, yes, then we will talk about it. Right. You know, I think about that a lot. I'm actually glad you brought that up because I think sometimes we do sound cynical. All we're doing is talking about what they're asking us to talk about. Oh, yeah. we're Yeah. They don't it, get to control that. Exactly. Well, okay. sometimes I think people think we're talking about real life and they get very emotionally attached yeah. to things because they're like, well, what you're saying is that somebody is lying mm-hmm. and lying is horrible and bad and nobody does that. And I'm like, sure, in a perfect world, mm-hmm. I am all here for that in your day-to-day life. But when we're talking about... You know, movers and shakers in Hollywood. Yeah. Kids. It's a very complicated machine. It really is. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we solved anything. I don't either, but you know what? It was fun. Yeah. Yay! It was a segment of our show. Go listen to the podcast. That. Thank you. <laughs> also, uh, if you want more of those uh, pop culture uh, thoughts, you should check out our podcast called Go Deep in the Shallow. Do it. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags. We'll tell you about them after this. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, we have a name for these celebrities behaving badly, and that name is D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. What? Who's your D-bag? This dumb story about J-Lo trying to get Ben into the gym because he's so lazy. Oh. I think this story sounds lazy. Right? Exclusive. Okay. 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 No, it's Okay Magazine. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez not seeing eye to eye on working out. He refuses to be dragged to the gym. 
So apparently Ben Affleck's romance with J-Lo is continuing to rev up, according to a source. However, behind the scenes, they've hit a speed bump. Uh Uh-huh. Do you want to know what that speed bump is? Yeah, tell me. Well, apparently... um, Ben Affleck's just not feeling it. He, you know, he's a certified. This is what the source is. Oh my gosh! Ben is a certified bedhead, and when (laughs) and he's not a morning person at all. Um, So you know, occasionally he takes his kids uh, with his ex-wife to school. So that's like the few times he gets up in the morning. Um, However, J Lo, as we all know, is like the most fit human being. Mm And she alternates between dance cardio sessions and core work in addition to weight training. Um, They have a lot in common, but she's like the fitness freak. And he just sees working out as like a necessary evil. So he's not like jumping at the chance to work out. But she's like, oh, my God, if you want to be with me, you got to get in that gym because I'm Jennifer Lopez and you're just smoking ciggies and being pathetic. I have a lot of thoughts Jeez. that I'm thinking right now. Okay, you want to share? Well, one? I guess one of them is like, this is lazy. Yeah. It's a lazy story. One. Two, assuming that this is all true, I'm just pretending. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, because they want you yeah. to read it as though it's yeah. true. I'm like, okay, so what are you trying to tell me? Okay. Are you trying to tell me this thing's not going to survive because he likes to sleep in and she wants to be at the gym? Okay. I Yeah. I mean, one of two things. Like, I don't know that um, Jennifer Lopez people are talking to OK Magazine. So I kind of feel like OK Magazine is the, the problem here. Yeah. And very likely it's just somebody sitting around going, oh, God, I wonder if there was... Anything going on between, like, what's really going on behind the scenes right now? Well, Ben, he likes to sit on the balcony and smoke ciggies. She likes to look at herself in the mirror mm-hmm. while she's doing ab workouts. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm going to write a story around that. I'm going to write a story that sort of fleshes that out. So, from a creative writing standpoint, yeah. kudos to somebody by the name of oh. Staff. Staff. Uh, okay, Staff. <laughs> Not even, like, great Staff. Not even... Like no, they're wonderful. Okay with an they're exclamation okay. Point, which okay. is better than just okay. Um, anyway, that you know, like it, it's an interesting creative writing experiment. Um, sure. The other thing is, we need to think about them as a couple, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're trying to be a couple, right? So you need to be thinking about them as if they were a couple, right? And you can relate to the idea wherein one party of the couple is like. I love to get up first thing in the morning and do my squats. And the right. other one's like, I just like to roll over and hit the snooze button. Well, it is very the odd couple, right? Like somebody has to be the morning person. Uh, somebody has to be kind of the hot mess. Also, there's this whole trope about uh, Ben Affleck just being kind of an overgrown baby that that keeps getting pushed well, out. he is a man. And I don't know if you know this, but in society, men are babies. Uh-huh. Um, at least as employed by or as described by the tabloids Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to male celebrities. So insiders went on to add that the Ain't Your Mama singer was also keen on getting the cigarette smoker to stop sparking up. 
So she's also trying to get him to quit smoking because everyone knows right. when you're in a relationship, you're like, okay, if you're going to be with me, you're going to have to dump those ciggies. Yeah. This is the same story that was played out 17 years ago with the oh, two of interesting. them. Yeah. With the, do you have evidence? Well, oh, I, you looked like you had receipts. Well, uh, the receipts are out there, but yeah. this was the trajectory. Yeah. Of Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez's relationship 17 years ago. Yeah. It was yeah. that Ben Affleck got all polished up. Well, and, and, and literally did because you will remember, and I don't, you probably will be able to tell me what awards show or red carpet it was. But there was one, I think she was wearing pink and he looked like a certified Ken doll. Well, there was one where they went to the Oscars where she was wearing a, a minty green Valentino mm-hmm. and he had his hair slicked back, slightly poofed. Yes. But he was very in much in glam mode. Yes. And so we've gone through this story. So yeah. What's interesting about that then, and we're talking about... That's what about it was. It was the mint green at the Oscars. You're right. J-Lo and Ben Affleck is, you'll remember, the reason their relationship ended was very much because we were all concerned with what was going on in their relationship. Mm-hmm. That's exactly where we're now headed, because very likely... This relationship is not going to be around forever. And no doubt when it's all over, they will remind us what terrible, horrible people we are for oh, getting sure. in the middle of them. Yeah. We just we couldn't, you know, like our families really just we couldn't take it anymore. It's just too much to handle. You're the or ones it, that are feeding the beast here. Yeah, no, you too. That that that's the like abusive relationship we're caught up with in uh-huh. celebrities, right? Uh-huh. Like as the audience, we're like you, but we want to care about you because you made us care about you, and now you're like telling, telling us, us we, we should, should feel bad for you. caring about you. Uh-uh. Rude. Meanwhile, we're paying, uh, or we're um, what am I trying to say? I don't know. We're we're, who are we? Who are you paying? We're paying for them. Oh. I mean, we are literally yes. we're their footing employer. the bill. Yeah. For their celebrity by a talking about them, b going to see their movies and c buying their music and doing all that other stuff. So, on the one hand, shame on us, and on the other hand, just shame on you. Mm. Do, you wanna, do you want to do you want to know? My d bag is e. Oh, it's another exclamation point tabloid. Yes, but this one is for rubbing salt in a wound. It's oh, like no. I had just moved on with life. Had you? And then this came forward. So. Do you remember, so you know the Olympics are happening. Yes. Yeah. The, they're trying. They're anyway. trying to happen. Um, and so sometimes celebrity, like uh, tabloids, will write of uh, Olympics of yore to try to get your appetite wet for the new Olympics. Well, this one brought up a really something that was hurting, that hurt me a little bit. And <laughs> you too. It hurt me. Okay, and it hurt, hurt you too. Please hurt me. Back in 2016, there was somebody who we were really trying, really trying to get the attention of. His name is Zach Efron. Mm, oh, yeah. I do remember this individual. Do you remember the story of how Olympian Simone Biles was like, I love Zach Efron. And then she got to meet him. Oh, yeah. Because, well, I mean, at, yeah. At the Olympics in Rio de Janeiro in 2016. Yeah. Well, E, I had like, I dealt with my feelings about that. Mm. And then E was like, hey guys, remember this really great moment in Rio oh, de Janeiro? So they're just reminding they're just, us. I'm of like, that? thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for like, I Rude. just, I'll just open up this wound for you to pour some salt into. Mm-hmm. Because she told Ellen DeGeneres that she had a huge crush on him. And then Ellen DeGeneres was like, yeah, we should make sure you guys meet. And then they did. And, 
that's all. I just am bitter about it, and yeah. it's and I didn't want to relive it. I mean, frankly, I just you know, what are you going to do? I just need to let that go because I've got too much on my plate to worry about <sighs> otherwise. Her on the cheek. Oh. What do I have to do? What do we have to do? Do we have to be Olympians How tall to is meet? She? she must because I feel like oh. he's not super tall. They're pint-sized. Like the gymnasts are pint-sized people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like mini humans and they are <laughs> unbelievably fit. It's She's ridiculous. Four foot eight. But he's not what my point is like he looks taller in the photo so oh, yeah. I know he's not that tall. No, so. he's he's also uh, a pocket person. How tall? I know I've done this. I should know this he's, of my Zac Efron. Oh, can I, mean, I, guess? I own his clothing. Can I guess? Yeah. I think he's 5'10". I think it's 5'8". Five 5'8". Eight. Five eight. Ah, way to go, Holly. Yay! Yes, you win Nothing. bragging rights Nothing. for that. I win. I know how tall Zac Efron is. Anyway, long story short, we didn't get to meet Zac Efron. Try, though, we did. And... um Simone Biles did. And I guess you just have to be like one of the best it's gonna gymnasts happen at in America point, in order to get his attention. Really awkward and will probably fart uh, or fall. Something awkward will happen. Maybe both. Yeah, that'd be kind of funny. Like I scare myself farting and then I fall, fall over. over. Yep. Okay. I'd be fine with that. As long as I get a, po- a photo with him, I'm fine. Or have Honestly, him sign my. Like- uh, the clothes of his yeah. that I own. Um, I want to let's. Can we role play? Like, how are you going to ask him to sign his own clothes? I mean, that at that point, have? I'm just going to be like, "Look, I own your clothes. I know it's creepy. Ugh, what are you going to do? <laughs> I'm the least creepy creeper that you're going to have. That's I guarantee actually there true. People are like, can I have your underpants? Yeah. Do are there underpants in that bundle? No. Okay. <laughs> I was supposed to get. I think I was supposed to get socks. No, you got two pair of socks. I think. Or there's something where you got two. I think honestly, he, it was supposed. I got an outfit of Zac Efron's that he wore in the movie Bad Grandpa. Yeah, is that yeah. what it's called? Bad Grandpa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right with yeah. Robert, Robert De, Niro. De Niro. Yeah, and I own an outfit. I paid way too much money for it, but whatever. We don't speak about that, and um, not while Jamie's listening. Yeah. Anyway, um, and I believe on the sheet it says because it was a outfit that he wore on set. That it was supposed to include the underpants, and I was very distraught. <laughs> but very. it's so obvious that like they're not gonna. You can't. Do you can't that. put his Grundy undies in there. Grundies? That's nasty. Also, like, is that part of the outfit? I don't think it is. I think you get to BYOU. I think you when you. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he but was when like you go into to wardrobe, the character, and they're like, this character would wear this kind of Grundies. I don't know. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, speaking of Grundies, uh, my Grundies are in a bunch about Chrissy Teigen lately. Oh, okay. I've got a question. Um, Well, first of all, I want to talk about the post that I know you guys talked about this when I was gone, but the post that she made on or was it a TMZ article about how she was like how she doesn't like being canceled. It's really hard on her. She was an Instagram post. Oh, it was an Instagram post. Okay. About how it's like so like life is hard being canceled. But then there's another OK Magazine article mm. about her that actually rings a little true if we go back to our blind items. So we're going to wrap that all up in a nice little bow right. when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Uh, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. We, uh, we've got to talk about Chrissy Teigen because uh, she wants us to talk about her, and that's what we do. But I know you guys talked about this Instagram post 
uh, that she made last week. I wasn't here. Mm-hmm. The one where she basically was like, yeah, the cancel club sucks, but I've got to say some, I, you know, I can't be silent anymore and yada, yada, yada. What was your guys' take on, on all of that? Um, I'm trying to remember other than just the obvious, which is <sighs> there's no such thing as the cancel club mm-hmm. because you weren't canceled. Right. The fact that you are complaining about it's not that she doesn't have her own journey mm-hmm. that is valid and full of ups and downs mm-hmm. and I'm sure a certain amount of stress and or pain. And when people come at you on the internet, that can be a painful thing. Mm-hmm. But literally the week before she talked about how it's hard to be a member of the cancel club, she was gallivanting around the Mediterranean with her other high-profile celebrity-privileged friends. And she was sharing that all on social media. So, right. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's really like it. But but we did the thing that we do, which is to say here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we go deep in the shallow. Mm-hmm. So it was like, well, what's the point of somebody who so clearly is living a life of privilege saying that they were canceled and talking about it at length right now on social media? Like there has to yeah. be another purpose. Right. And um, one imagines it's to stay relevant for a reason that we're not quite sure about. We just don't know yet. But yeah, yeah but she's anyway, obviously, to, well, we well, I mean, I mean, maybe part of what she's trying to stay relevant for is the fact that she actually lost partnerships as more people came forward and talked about the things that Chrissy Teigen said about them. And as long as she can stay in the public eye, there's a prayer that she might get some of that stuff back. Maybe yeah. not the exact same partnerships, but other partnerships. Like she has to put content out there in order to stay relevant. But my, you know, my feeling about it, my immediate reaction to that, um, you know, being in the cancel club sucks. I'm thinking, yeah, imagine how the people who you told to trigger warning told to kill themselves feel right. Like, yeah, she's very me focused. Well, what's interesting about that is, so then there was this article in okay magazine about John legends upcoming tour. Okay. I had not known that he was going on tour, but apparently it, he is. And according to this okay article, and again, grain of salt, it's okay magazine, but okay says that she is incredibly clingy to John Legend, and that she's dreading being left alone when he starts his tour. Uh, Apparently, a source said, it's as it it is, Chrissy freaks out if John so much as goes to the store by himself. And if he's busy at work, she calls him every five minutes and interrupts his meetings. Um, And this is what a, quote, pal of hers told OK Magazine. I would question what kind of friend that is. Uh, In any case, the story is that she's struggling um, and that made me think of a blind item. Mm. 
that Holly shared with us. Uh, we can paraphrase it, I think. But uh, can you roll that beautiful bean footage? Okay. Basically, yeah. Oh, Holly, you've got it. Oh, I was just going to say the paraphrase is, is that somebody who's married to a celebrity was out and about talking to divorce attorneys. And that would be John Legend. That John Legend is uh, looking for a way to get out of this situation. I mean, Mm. you know, what's totally believable about that or plausible is, again, behind the scenes, I don't know what's really going on, but here's what I'd soon know. It is totally plausible that a character in the public like John Legend, the way he is, the way he presents himself in public is a very outgoing, Mm -hmm. amiable, affable artist. Yep. Right? Like, he's very accessible, um, and a verse, not he, he, you know, he's a person who speaks his mind. He speaks very, uh, forcefully when there's something he feels strongly about. Like an injustice or something like that. Yeah, certainly. Or his opinion. It, but there is a, there is a kindness to his approach that seems at odds with the approach of Chrissy Teigen on occasion. And it's not to say that they can't be two different people, mm-hmm. but from a public perspective, you right. could see where those two images don't necessarily go together or that they, that it would cause friction. Oh yeah. Right. Right. So from a public perspective, I mean, that seems totally plausible. Right. What's really going on behind the scenes. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe people want us to think that there's trouble in paradise because that benefits one or the other's public persona. So that's actually sort of my take on this is that, um, like both of that, both that post she made on Instagram about the cancel club sucking and this story in OK Magazine, again, grain of salt, but about her feeling so uh, alienated that she's so clingy to John Legend. All of that kind of tries to prey on people's sympathetic uh, nerve, you know, like, oh, oh, I really do. Like, it really does sound like Chrissy Teigen is being punished unnecessarily for all the things she didn't said. Right. It all benefits her or at least the perception is it's there to benefit her. Mm. Right. Because how do how do you rehab yourself? How do you rehab from that? Yeah. How all that happened I, and how do you I do that all by yourself I, over social media? I honestly don't think she's going to. And I think that's why I'm just so. Frustrated, not frustrated, because in the grand scheme of things, I who cares? But I just think it's it's the post that she most recently made just reopens all of the wounds that mm-hmm. she could have moved on from, you know, by again pitting people against each other on social media. Like her statement, again, right or wrong, right. I'm just telling you that it's going to be divisive and controversial and friction inducing. And I feel like there's I, nothing she can say that won't be. And uh well, she could appear in I mean, she could say things that aren't that don't make people run to their respective corners, mm-hmm. but I think that that's not what she's interested in doing, which means she has made the calculation that she is her persona is what it is and she's somebody who says things that get people talking Mm -hmm. and so she's going to lean into that and that's her brand and if you don't like it or you know if you don't like it keep talking about it because every opportunity to mention her name in turn works for her on some level 
Again, I don't know if that's a calculation they made, but that's certainly what it appears to be to me. And right. I just, as a person, I wouldn't want to be running towards that. I'd be running away from right. opportunities to get people yelling at me on social media. Especially like you said, I mean, that brand seems very much to be in conflict with the brand that uh, it seems that John Legend puts out there. Yeah, exactly. But also, can we admit that both things may be true? They may be fine with that dichotomy because mm-hmm. maybe behind the scenes, that's, you know, they're perfectly copacetic and happy together. Mm-hmm. But also, can I just say how cynical that that play by um, it just makes me sad that people are adding oxygen to an environment that is already so combustible on social media mm-hmm. because they realize how how successful they can be at it. Like that makes me sad because mm-hmm. we don't need more of that. We need less Agreed. We need people to like take the oxygen out of that environment. I agree. Well, we've got uh, more oxygen to put into this environment, and we're going to do that for another hour on the Colleen and Bradley Show. What food could you be a bona fide expert of? What food would you call yourself an expert of? 651-641-1071. We'll tell you about it after this on My Talk 1071.